What's happening, good fighters? It's Dr. Nash Dopko, Dr. Yates here, coming to you live with a whole lot of connection, intention, and purpose. You know what it is. What it is. Let's go. We're coming to you live, man, uh, as always, but with something really cool that Dr. Gates shared with, uh, with, shared with me today. So within Palmer, they have like these archives of old, uh, the chiropractor, uh, are they like mail outs? Are they journal journals? I right? think it's like a... I think they're called journals, but I think it's technically like a magazine publication. Um, yeah, they're in the Palmer archives. I'll put the link in the show notes for sure. Dope. Dope. But they, they're like, not just the one we're going to talk about. I mean, they have like, I don't, I don't know how many they have in here, but they have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, always cool to get to take a, a look at a snapshot of a place in time. Especially when it comes to yeah. kind of, I think like the 40s. Yo, I, yeah. I could dive into that all day long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. And what's cool is for you listeners, you can flip through this magazine like it, like it's a magazine online, but it's so sweet. So I just was scrolling through, checking some stuff out today, right? For some reason, and I, I don't know if you guys follow Palm, Palmer Archives at uh, on uh, Instagram, but I was like, hey, yo, let's let's maybe talk about some chiropractic history. Maybe we can find something cool. Notice this portion of one of their posts that talks about these sections in 1942 that are scanned into their electronic database right and the one obviously with like the flag there's a battleship 1942 like it caught my eye right i didn't know what i was gonna find but i was like you know what? it'd be kind of cool just to check out see what's in there so guys look at this if you scroll through and go to the uh table of contents and again i'll put the link for where to find this into the show notes, show notes. So, so look at the bottom of your um, podcast provider. If you go to table of contents, it talks about on page four, it talks about three important freedoms written by William Ivins, M-A-B-D-D-C. I don't know what the rest of those ones stand for, but the only one that matters is DC. <laughs> if you go into this thing, guys, it says three important freedoms, medical freedom, political freedom, and religious freedom. Guys, what is happening right now, what we are going through in this country and across the world was written about in 1940 freaking two. What they were dealing with was compulsory inoculations, particular, particularly against diphtheria and some other ones. But in this subsect article, it discusses not only um, within the United States, but also Canada as well. And I was like, dude, what? Like, this is crazy. Just compulsory inoculations from 1942. The, the medical establishment has been trying to do this over and over and over again. But written here in the chiropractor um, in 1942, and I thought this was awesome. A, a nice little thing that we could talk about, not only stuff that we've already talked about a little bit of, but um, even more specifically, the convoy that's going on right now within Canada. Um, and the moves that are being made there. So guys, check this thing out. It's really cool. And for those of you don't, that don't know or have been paying attention during COVID, there's a specific um, quotation at the very top of the page here that Dr. Ben Tapper has discussed a lot about. It says, the constitution of this republic should make special provision for medical freedom. To restrict the art of healing to one class will constitute the bastille of medical science all such laws are un-American and, and despotic. That's by Benjamin Rush, MD. And as you know, Dr. Uh, Benjamin Tapper has quoted that a lot. 
and just the, the the crazy portion of this, it talks about some of the persecution and prosecution that's run that was running rampant at the time against chiropractors, um, and going into not only how chiropractors can stand up, but also to let us know, hey, these medical men and, and this medical minded um, community is going to try to push us around because they think they have the uh, patent or whatever you want to call it, the the only thing when it comes to examining basic science. Um, and when you guys talk about, it talks about how, um, you know, few representatives of the various drugless branches of the healing are, are allowed to pass. They were actually keeping <laughs> like the amount of chiropractors that could come into certain states because there was just too many coming in. So um, Dr. Nash, I don't know if you have anything right out the gate, but I just want to, I, I don't know, maybe I'm dork, dorking out a little bit over too much of this, but I think it's freaking wild. Um, and I think our listeners are going to love it. So what it made me think of, I mean, we hear it time and time again, that history repeats itself. And here's just another very fine example mm-hmm. of that law just manifesting itself once again. And also in this, you know, it's talking about Toronto having a lot of these issues with diphtheria and that's their yeah. entire drive to eliminate diphtheria through vaccination. Right. And one thing that I, I've been going through conflicts clarify. And one thing that conflicts clarify are intentions, right? Mm-hmm. When you have conflicts, you're really going to see somebody's true colors going on. And lots of times that's what we're really seeing in these large scale events that are being orchestrated, not just in certain areas, but on a global scale. And yeah. When it's attack on something as important as medical, political, religious freedoms, better believe those conflicts are going to clarify what their true ad- agenda is. And yep. it has, it's not new. It's history repeating itself. Yep. It it literally is. I mean, if you, if I were to replace the date of this thing, you would not know the difference. Yeah. It literally talks about, so in, in, um, it says drive against diphtheria, the drive against diphtheria. So literally convoy. Okay. (laughs) Um, and this is special to the Winnipeg Tribune. Shout out to, first of all, shout out to all of our Canadian good fighters out there. Yeah, for um, sure. It says Toronto, April 13th, 1942. During the week of April 19th through the 25th, health authorities throughout Canada will cooperate with the Health League of Canada in a nationwide effort to attract attention to the importance of immunizing children against diphtheria. And then later on, it talks about how newspapers, radios, churches, and schools will cooperate with health authorities to end that no Canadian parent shall remain uninformed of the fact that he may play his part in the campaign. What the frig does that sound like? I swear to God, they pulled this like straight out of freaking 1942 and started utilizing the same exact tactics they do. that they were back then. They do, man. This isn't, this is the MO, man. And it's not just, I mean, it's a lot of the, I don't know. I mean, hey, man, I'll put my tinfoil hat on, man. I mean, a lot of the people that put it on, baby, let's go. Well, you know, when it comes when it comes to media sources, right? Like like TV, you know, movies. How many times they recycling old shows, old movies, and there's Mm -hmm. rehab. There's no originality, and it's no different when it comes to their their political narratives and their agendas. To just the the big the big important factor is they couldn't get it done back then. So I had to wait and it's a waiting game that they're just going to bring it back up again. And it, we're mm-hmm. at a pivotal moment where they're going to really try and push through to really get over the hump this time. But at the same time, we need to really uh, equally shoot this shit down where. Yeah. Um, yeah. But 
but that that's that's the whole thing, man. Like it's it's just a cycle that they just kind of keep repeating, 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 and it's kind of like a consistency or a persistency to get people in the mindset that they need they need the government to keep them alive and to keep them that's, from to live the secure lifestyle. And it's better than your freedoms and, and the ability to make your own decisions because they know better. And that's everything that they have going on. I mean, when it comes to the ultimate goal of controlling people as much as they can. They have the ultimate goal and they will continue to try to push this ultimate goal until we stand up. Right. And that's why it's happening all over again, because we kind of lost our way uh, along the line. What I find funny here is just guys, the correlation is just astounding and and not, you know, and not only in like their verbiage, but in this, this section, gosh, dang it. I'm sorry, guys. Let me unplug this phone. Talk, talk genius to him, uh, Dr. Nash. Okay, cool. So one thing that there's this little section up here that, that we thought was pretty damn good. So when it comes to immunization against diphtheria, there's really three necessary factors that would even advocate having to, you have to prove these things to even make it uh, somewhat realistic to, to require this. So number one would be urgent necessity. Number two, it provides effective protection. Number three, harmlessness of the procedure. And in this article, we maintain they have sig signally failed in all respects to do these things. And again, this isn't something new. This is, again, a rehashing. And they never, you know, if, if they can muddy the waters enough that they, there's so much conflicting information, there's so much confusion around these three things, you know, that's how they just can keep pushing forward with these, with the current model that we're in right now. I thought Dr. Jordan Burns had a beautiful analogy yesterday. I don't know if you saw it on his story, but, you know, this being the center this is being homeostasis of like neutral when it comes to health. You know, you're not healthy and you're not in poor health, right? And the current medical health care system is designed to, well, if you're not having symptoms, you're healthy. And if you're in this negative space, we're going to get you back up to here until you come back around. Mm -hmm. And then in their mind, you know, just literally the mindset is, if they can keep you in this realm where you're getting close and then you're right back to right where, where you need them again, they never, I mean, you'll, you'll be a customer for life. Right. But there's this whole other side where we can be experiencing health, wellness, and, and, and growth. And that's really ultimately where healthcare and not even just healthcare, but the, the, sh the global shift of what we prioritize for, for people and in the future, where it needs to be to really bring the most out of humanity. And like we said before, that's what chiropractic is all about, baby. 1895. Absolutely. Carbon Don't forget yes, it. Yes, sir. Death for 10 <laughs> years. One adjustment. Nervous system. God-given oh. and intelligence. Dropping it all. Oh. You know? oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Real quick, I want to backtrack. Go ahead. Because after them talking about how they're going to make sure that they do their part, right? Do your part. Get the jab. It says there has been developed a preventative in the form of a toxoid, aka vaccine. The process of not attend or the process of preventing diphtheria is a simple one. Notice, notice this is simple because they just think it's just a shot and it's done, right? Yeah. The process of preventing diphtheria is a simple one, not attended by any danger, 
They have to put that in safe and effective, right? In yeah. quotes, nor any great inconvenience. It's easy to get a shot. It's free. Go get it. Do your part. Yeah. You Only paid. three and not, huh? Get paid in gift cards. Get paid in gift cards. Krispy creams. Don't. Yep. The process of preventing diphtheria is a simple one, not attended by any danger, nor any great inconvenience. Only three inoculations of diphtheria oxoid are necessary. Hey, two shots and a booster, baby. Yeah. Two shots and a booster. These inoculations are given at three-week intervals, reinforcing dose after an interval of four or five years. Freaking nuts, dude. Yeah. I just, like, can't even believe. Like, it's, it just blows my mind. I, I'm... Guys, if your mind isn't blown, you you are under a rock, man. <laughs> For real. And, like, I mean, maybe your mind's not blown, but if uh, if you're not able to kind of see the writing on the wall here. Oh, uh, yeah. We should have told them to pause and go look at it while we talk about this. True. You can pause right now and go look at it. Right? Pause right now, pull it up, and, and go through what we're looking at. This is like that, that interactive video you went through in school where they, they pause. Now. Yeah, it's like just like that. Do it. Maybe we'll have to do an IG Live version of that, man. Yeah, maybe. Um, so it talks about chiropractic's role, and especially when it comes to, to how medical theories dominate the government and mentality within the USA and America, yep. and the need for chiropractors to stand up, guys, because they talk, I mean, not, not just now, but back then, there is a huge political gain for the, and you guys have probably listened, to, if you haven't listened to the, the conversation we had with Dr. Brandt Hustlebuzz, go listen to it too. Um, there's a huge political gain. In this game of politics, where instead of having medical freedom, political freedom, religious freedom, it's, hey, how much can you buy out? Are you for or against um, health choice freedom? So, you know, Dr. Hustlebus and his family's legacy were, were um, you know, shout, shout out to him. They were, they were putting, it back, putting work back in the day to make sure we were able to get political, religious, and medical freedom. And nowadays even more people are still trying to undercut that yep one cool part um, that i liked in this um the time for constructive political program to be evolved right so it, it makes it article states that there is a need for two definite things a national policy should be evolved to effectively deal with basic science not the legislative issues number two some policy should be evolved to compel governments to give recognition to chiropractic in state and national health setups now i think we have accomplished some of that but that doesn't right. mean that there's not more advancement to be made on these or even more depth to be to be dug out so right when while fighting for political freedom let us not forget that there can be no political freedom apart from medical health freedom or religious freedoms no nation yep. can exist part slave part free we're all one nation so if california is doing this shit where they're requiring all the they're, mm -hmm. they're neglecting not just political and religious freedoms, but all medical, all these three freedoms, then yeah, it's just incongruent and it, you know, we can't stand for it, you know? Yeah. And, and that part is probably, it's hard, man. Cause there's part of me was like, you know what? Screw it. Cali can just become their own place. Cause they, they seem to want to go against a lot of the grain for what we're trying to stand for, but we can't, we can't tolerate it. Bro. Have, yeah. We can't have that type of type of, uh, stuff rolling around we have to come at it in terms of we have a, a, a goal and a mindset not just to be in a bubble for we the fought entire time for so much less man and it was yep. across like foreign waters and this is literally happening 
a drive away from from a lot of people. What's happening mm-hmm. in Illinois? It's happening in so many places right now. New York City. I don't know if you've got any listeners around New York. Anybody from California, man? But it's disgusting. We just yep. watched the Super Bowl with seventy thousand people there. And not a single, face, not a single mask. I didn't see cares. one. I mean, if you want to wear one, great. But if you if you are, don't expect everybody else to wear them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nobody was wearing them. You know why? Because dude, who believes that shit anymore? Unless you're truly are that tied into like thinking that, holy cow, I'm gonna get really, really sick from this person standing right next to me. Maybe you shouldn't go outside. But you know, the sick part yeah. is the next day they turn around and have their kids go to school with masks on. That's what blew my mind. And some of them probably didn't even think or seem to question it. But there's gotta be something in the back of your mind that makes you think, man. Yeah. All the shady stuff going on. And I mean, I know I sent this to you too. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it, but if you really want to know the shadiness of the drug companies, man, go listen to the Model Health Show. Um, I forget what episode it is, but it's with um, John Abramson. He has direct access to all these drug companies, these pharmaceutical companies, their actual studies that they perform and knowingly put some of this crap on the market for profit. Yep. And he even, he even goes into what, what was crazy because I, I got his book. He was talking about how the World Health Organization, this is more in regards to the COVID vaccine, the World Health Organization put something together to basically get vaccines to these less wealthy countries that that needed it for the for the global pandemic, right? And Pfizer and Moderna both basically pledged allegiance to like, yeah, hey, we'll provide access to these countries' patents, whatever they need to get these, you know, this um, stuff to build their vaccine, to build a proper vaccine. They never did it. They never did it. You know why? Because they never freaking cared. They did not care about the public health, the global health pandemic. All they cared about their profit line, and they weren't going to make any money off of it. So what did they do? They never did it. The part I love about this article, though, is too, is that medical freedom cannot be separated from political and religious freedom, principles yeah. for which we are fighting for in the present war. Just under that, it says every person has an inalienable right to decide for himself whether or not he desires to be vaccinated, inoculated against typhoid, or, or given an injection of anti-tetanic serum. And just, dude, everybody deserves that inalienable right. You are a human being. You're not a human being if, or you're not, you're not, not a human being. Does that make sense? People out there don't believe that you deserve to be in society without a vaccine, which is just blows my mind. You do not need a, a pharmaceutical, a medication, anything external to be the person and the, the beautiful human soul that you deserve to be. And we live Inalienable in a right. You shouldn't even need to defend that. Shouldn't, you shouldn't, which is blow, it's crazy. Blows my mind. So. And I just want to go back real quick to that that part that you were that you were talking about because um, let us not forget that there can be no political freedom apart from these other freedoms. No nation can exist part slave and part free. It must be slavery all the way or freedom all the way. So you choose and you determine right now as a good fighter. You you can't be half in and half out. You know. Um, this is a fundamental fact challenges hard thinking on the part of the chiropractors capable of thinking and acting. I know you just read that in Dr. Nash, but I really wanted to reiterate that point because people need to know they need to, to get this part of their thinking down if they haven't already. 
can determine which side of the fence are you going to be on? Which side of that history are you going to be on? I'm not trying to be on the one that forces a vaccine, a mask uh, on on an eight-year-old kid while grown-ass adults are out there watching a football game, having the time of their life in a stadium filled with however many thousand people. You know what the sick part is, man, is a lot of those people won't even live to see the repercussions of that. That's a fact, bro. You know, because probably many of them dude, by today's health standards. Well, especially by the time they're adults. Like, think about it, man. Yeah. We're growing up. How, how, how influenceable were you? Very, right? Not even just by. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. But like other kids around you. Like, oh, man, like I, I want to like, I want people to like me. I want, I want to be friends with these, these kids. Right. And right. I can't even imagine what it's like in school right now. Like some kids feeling, I don't even know what type of feelings they're going to be feeling when they're the first kids class not wearing a mask or all the other things that we can't even think about right now, the, the social mental implications of having these kids wear these in school and being afraid of something that dude, when I was growing up, I love getting sick. I wanted to be home at school, <laughs> you know, like let me get <laughs> right, right. my mom's a nurse. I wish I was sick. And I tell you what, man, I'd get sick. She'd toss me ibuprofen, send me back to school every single time, unless I vomited, which was almost never. So you know, right. it's just such a different mindset for these these future adults that it's gonna be it's gonna be quite scary. Some of them, some of the ways that they're their their lines of thinking and uh, the way that they're gonna be brought up with certain mentalities, man. And people that are should be held accountable won't be unless we make them held accountable. Right, and it's not too and late. He, but you know, I love I what you said it. there. I love what you said there, though, too. I don't know if you saw the video of the children that were like, I think it was in Vegas or, or in Nevada, and they were like, oh, we don't have to wear a mask tomorrow. All the kids cheered. Oh, wow. Like, all every single one of the, like, the teachers, like, we don't have to wear a mask tomorrow, and all the kids are just cheering. There is an innate desire for the freedom at will. And when, when you know, it doesn't even really matter if it's a mask or not, but as a whole a freedom in your body, a freedom, the ability to move, a freedom to live without sickness, a freedom to live without a pharmaceutical. We love that. We love that. And, you know, in today's, today's measure, the chiropractors, we've, we've been told we are the quacks, you know, even, even during this time period, not to, not to be listened to, but, um, you know, that's, we got to you know, kind of throw it back to having a chip on your shoulder you know, because in this article, it says, united we stand, divided we fall, is a truism. How great is the need for chiropractors to take this to heart? Our ranks are today almost helplessly divided. We are the easy prey of the medical hierarchy. I don't know about you. I'm tired of being an easy prey of the medical oh, hierarchy. Sure. Have a chip on your shoulder, guys. There's more at stake than just... What did what did uh Mo say? Making bone music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope hope dealer slinging bone music, man. Hope steal. <laughs> oh my gosh! But and, you know, it's just wild. It's just wild. We got the convoys. I think people really are starting to wake up. But add this to fuel to your fire, guys. It's not the first time this has happened. It certainly won't be the last. You know, even if we come out of the other side victorious, as, as stuff is kind of projecting now in, in, in the way, they will try it again. They will continue to try it again until we put into place certain abilities, inalienable rights within 
not only not only on a paper for which our country is um, guided by, but also our own internal uh, capacity and being. You have to have that first, in my opinion. Having that freedom within your heart, having that freedom within your mind, and letting it go from above, down, inside out is going to be the biggest thing that we need to start to take hold of yep. to make to make true, lasting, fulfilling movement. And our greatest strength is not just, I mean, it's everything about chiropractic in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Our, we have what they want in the, in the long run. You know, you already see that shift happening in different different fields, but truly our philosophy, our, our approach to health is, is exactly our greatest strength. Yeah, 100%. It's not a matter of if that works. It's a matter of when, you know, having that yeah. to, to see the results, to see the fruit from the tree. But yeah. it, it's the law of life, baby. And if you haven't read it, read it. Because it's, yes. it's, it's right up there with the law of attraction. It's right there with the law of reflection. And it's right up there with the law of gravity, man. Because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So, oh my gosh. I love talking about, about that, talking about healing with people because it's all about getting in the, in the mindset that it's, it's a God given ability that we all have to heal and adapt. Yeah. So, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. But, you know, I do want to touch on one more thing with the convoy, right? For sure. I, I'm, I'm sure we're preaching the choir with most people listening to this, but when you think about it, man, like, what is there to gain for, for the Canadian parliament, the government, for them to, you know, stop not even just like the the physical support from these people but they're literally freezing bank accounts and they're they're pressuring other software and and companies from having any sort of support for people who are literally peaceful protesting in a way that like they are not violent like it just doesn't like what other time in history has this happened it's happened before but you just got to yeah. thinking cap on like, okay, so who are the right people? Who are, who's on the right side of those protests? You know, when people are protesting, mm-hmm. there's usually some truth or something behind that. Right. So like, right. Um, it just, I don't know, man, it, it's just uh, pretty amazing how much that is getting. I mean, how much that's getting swept under the rug. That Absolutely, man. Millions. Of Where's people. your congruency lie? Yeah. Where does your congruency lie? Um, yeah, that's so true, man. That, that is just well, you got to take Canada, a step bro. back. You know, like yeah. Have you talked to her parents at all? Like, what's that sound like? You know, sadly, her parents are are more on the side of like, especially at the beginning, like, hey, I'm just gonna do what I'm told. Well, I'm just saying with the convoy. Oh, honestly, don't even think they know about it. Really, because it's so because it's such a politicized movement and censored movement that you can't even hear a lot of it and they're all shut in there's lockdowns so you know and if you're not aware from you know a news you know a multi-news standpoint because if you're just listening to the basic news they're a terrorist racist bigoted movement which holds no truth at all based on the actual people on the ground if you talk to people that have actually been to these movements it's nothing of the sort well dude they literally got exposed for paying like basically racist people or you know like racist actors <laughs> to go out there yeah. and try to muddy the water even more 
Yeah. And so, you you know, and if you think that, if you think that this won't happen in America, don't, don't be a fool. Bro, it, may not, like, it might not be now. How does it make sense? How does it make, somebody make it make sense? Why the, why the fuck would it be racist, man? That doesn't make any sense at all. Dude. Oh, we're going to go to uh, Ottawa and we're just going <laughs> to because, because why? That, like, how does the race come into that at all, man? That's seriously insane. And, the and you know, Sorry. And and you know the 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 crazy thing is the amounts of you know for for the hate speech warriors out there and discrimination warriors out there take a step back and listen to the rhetoric of the people that are they're purely fighting for freaking freedom to not have to mandate something put into their bodies. And if you listen to the rhetoric of of the opposition to them it is very divisive. It is very hateful. And you got to take a step back and be like, is this really the place that I want to be? It's gaslighting, man. Massively. Like, so with Chantel, she, she gets furious. She's furious. I mean, she's even partially, you know, a little upset at her parents for not knowing. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, but that comes down to the, the part two is like, hey, many people in America, many people are all around the world. We've taken a back seat and that's how this kind of happened. So, you know, what kind of um, Tiananmen Square. What is it? Tiananmen, it reminds me of Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square. What's that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing, dude. It, like you said, history is going to repeat. When are we going to be awake? When are we going to be awake? What, are we, what type of obligations are we trying to build for our well, hey, children after us? Is it that? History repeats, right? So when is 17, 1776 coming then? When's our repeat of that? that because... I'm ready. I'm ready for all that because this is uh, uh, my my tolerance, my my palate has been pushed to about all I can stomach. It's a matter of making sure that we're considering ourselves still one nation. Right. And I think if you look back to even like with Lincoln, he wanted to keep us one nation. Yeah. And we have to have those conversations. Don't let it be censored. Don't let them lock you out. Yep. Have those conversations. And remember, go back go back to our, our discussion about unlabeled conversations. Because you have to have those conversations from a place of your heart and not just a place of um, spite. Yeah. You know? I know and, and we and we obviously we get heated with it as well. It's hard not to. I mean I'm not I'm guilty of it, you know, but guys, you, you gotta step up. We gotta step up. And as chiropractors, there's nobody better for the job, in my opinion. Yeah, man. We, gotta, we, we are at the epicenter. Epicenter, and we've got a lot of responsibility on our shoulders for what we what we know and what we're able to provide. And not just for like ourselves it. or other people in our practice, but like you're literally giving somebody the capacity to step into being the best version of themselves. Yeah. To manifesting true self-expression. And Somebody's true self-expression is never out of fear. It's never that. Yep. It never is. So when you can help somebody do that and they can pass along to somebody else, dude, that's really the tools that we have to unshackle some people. You know, mm-hmm. I was reading a book recently and uh, it rung true with me because it was a, a very simple analogy. That like in the circus, when they would get elephants, they always want them young. Because when you get them young and you time to a stake, they're not strong enough to pull it out. 
and they just learn right. they are conditioned to think that they're never strong enough even when they become adults that they have this mental barrier that i can't move that right and it can be the smallest little stake in the world but it's it's this mental shackles they they put themselves in mental enslavement right got you scared you might mix, mix miss your next payment you know and uh sorry that's something for my friends but uh <laughs> they, they they that's like an analogy that is being put in place right now again like people are these kids they're tying these kids up to these proverbial stakes mm-hmm. getting them afraid to to really go out and explore to step into uh getting in and going out in nature going around and being social you know Focusing yeah. on things that are fun as a kid man like I don't know. So, um, yeah, that was just well, I read. Yeah, real, I like. real quick too, on that kind of same, same note, I know you sent a voice message to me you know, a couple of weeks back about, um, really desiring personal freedom in all capacities, um, and building essentially your own life for self-sustainability. Mm-hmm. And that has to be at the forefront and at our goal. You know, I know we want entertainment guys and I know we want a lot of these things that are more luxurious, but if we don't have self-sustainability, those things mean nothing. Totally. You know, so. Sedation. I would, sedation, you know, give the people entertainment and bread and they'll be loyal We yep. and, and blind. We don't want to be like that. We want to be freedom fighters and, and stick to the three important freedoms, you know, and more than that, just medical freedom, political freedom, religious freedom. Keep that on the forefront of your mind this week if you're listening to this episode. Those are my closing thoughts, Dr. Nash. You got any? Nope. I'm tapped out. Go out and tapped. get it. Go out and get it, guys. Speak and be put true. this in the show notes. Show notes once again. Um, do not miss. It's literally, it's not that long. Go read the entire thing, guys. You will not, um, it, it will not disappoint, I promise. So, good fighters. Don't forget to share this episode. Please go leave us a review. Hit us up with any topics, questions, comments, concerns that you might have. Don't forget to follow us at um, the underscore good underscore fight underscore earth. Uh, Don't forget to follow Dr. Nash at DC Nash underscore T. Get it right? Almost. DC underscore Nash underscore T. I knew I was missing one. And then Gatesmare underscore DC. Guys, this is the Good Fighters podcast coming at you with connection, intention, and purpose. Yeah. <laughs>